Five, four, sure. three, two, one. Malcolm, thank you for being here. Good, my brother. Thank you to the listeners yeah. for tuning in and joining us on this journey. Another Saturday, another great day to pod. Yes, it's going to be a great podcast. Another day, another day, another week, another opportunity. Another motherfucking opportunity. What was I telling you before we came here? What was the bar was spitting for you? Kitchen and chicken. Nah, nah, nah. I, I said, make wait, this wait, wait, wait. On, Let, let me remember, because I'm the one here to quitter. Yes, sir. I said, we both chefs in the kitchen. He making the sauce. I'm whipping the chicken. Uh Come on, son. And listen, I wanted to come in and say that because that's just not a bar. That's life. That is life. You had Brady and Belichick, Mike and Pippen. Who else? You have, give me some other great duos. Kobe and Shaq. LeBron, D-Wade. LeBron and AD. Fuck that. LeBron, AD. LeBron, AD. Beyonce and fucking Jay-Z. Kim and Kanye. And in the next up... And that long lineage of great duos. Who the fuck they got? Nick Nick and motherfucking Mal. You see the drip, man? see the new drip. Malcolm ain't want me to wear the hoodie here, but fuck it. I got, you know what I mean? We got a lot of special things going on right now. We got a lot of things going on for y'all. I'm fucking excited to be here. I'm excited to pod. And it's great, man. Find somebody. Find the yin and the yang. Find your yin to your yang, man. Y'all going to be great. You need somebody like yourself. Someone you could play off. And y'all could be fucking great. Mm-hmm. And we are going to be great. Scotty keep Pippen. watching, man. As I said, the listeners keep joining us on this journey because it's a fucking journey. And we appreciate y'all, definitely. Definitely appreciate you know? y'all. Let's get some special going. shout outs to some of our favorite listeners. Number one, Bradley. Bradley. I think Bradley, Bradley is our number one dude from the first time we started the show. Bradley was always hitting me like, I would be able to have full conversations with him just about the show because that's how yeah. much tuned in he was. Yeah, I mean, no cap, no rapping is no capping his rap. He was really tuned in. Who else? I don't know, Fally, Falzon, Falzon show love. You know what I'm Falzon saying? We always see him weekly. Your brother shows love. Oh, yeah, Zilla Echo. How um, can I forget, little bro? Shout out to Eli. That's my little brother, y'all. Big shout out to he always tuning in. He always commenting on under the the, yes. the YouTube videos, calling me after or texting me. Like, y'all had me weak. Laughing emoji, so that's good. It was it's some dude that always comments something oh. I feel. Let's give him a shout out not to what's I his feel. name? Um it's I feel. His last name is I feel. It's not I Roger I feel. Oh Raj, Raj, what up? For uh Run With Me. Shout out to Run With Me. We definitely gonna tag your IG. Y'all seen y'all seen Run With Me on, on our IG a few times. So what? shout out to our main guy Raj. What's he have a fitness page? Yeah. Okay, shout out to you, Raj. Yeah, yeah he, he, he Raj a good dude. He's a good dude for the community too, out here teaching the kids basketball and you know It's a young dude, how old is he? I'm not too sure of his age. He's probably older twenties, younger thirties. Okay, like, yeah, I, yeah, feeling feeling young. Okay. But um, he's a basketball coach. You know, it's a mentor, mentor mm-hmm. for the kids out there. So shout out to uh, Raj, definitely, and run with me. Shout out to Raj and fuck it. Shout out to Coach Raj too. And yo, you know what else be uh, tu- tuning in? Um, my boy Roy. Um, he went to Cornell and played football. Wait, the dude with the dreads? Week. Yeah. Oh, he has his own podcast. Yeah, coming he up, right? do. So yeah, he and he and and love too because he understood the process it takes. Of having this whole podcasting, it's mm-hmm. not just you come here and record, yeah. and you drop the episode. So I, I see that IG, and I actually like what they're doing because I kind of think they're they're gonna separate when they when they Speedy. do start releasing their episodes, they're gonna separate themselves from the pack because they're taking it very seriously. Yeah, like um, they're doing photo shoots and shit. They, you know, what I mean, they yeah. understand the name of the game. You got to get out there. You got to separate yourself from the people and and look different. Unlike us, we just came out. On- Onto the mic, and he's gonna have, and he, and he's gonna have a big up to. I, I was on his IG one time, and I clicked on his girlfriend's IG. Yeah, she's like twenty some thousand followers, right? 
Yeah, I think she do YouTube. So shout out to shout out to Speed. shout out to you, man. Yeah. I, I look forward to y'all episode. Maybe one time next year we get y'all in here, sit down, have a That's little a interview, or we'll go do something with them. You know, yes, unity sir. service or just chill, get and, that recorded. In the spirit of giving shout outs, let's talk about Anthony Forbes. Shout out to Anthony, Anthony Forbes. Forbes. Oh, yeah, y'all see it right here. Shout out to Anthony Forbes. So now we have some new, you know, um, beard oils that you could use on your beard. Shout out to our guys Landy's and Greg. And I'm gonna tell you a little bit about the um the oils that we're using. So you have the bomb oil. And the, uh, the beard, beard bomb, the beard bomb. Sorry, and the beard growth, and it's perfect because you don't get that heavy feeling. You don't get that heavy feeling that you're putting something chunky in your beard. It's very light. It smells clean. You smell fresh. You Me- smell like a man. You feel like a man when you put this on. And I'm not lying. You, I feel like a man, and I know I smell good. I'll be honest. Like so, Malcolm brought up the idea. Like, hey. These guys went to Utica College to us, some smart young black males, and we're going to support people like that all the time. So I'm like, yeah, let's let's bring it on the show, and I want to try it out. And this morning, I swear to God, if we didn't plan on having this on the show, I would have said let's bring it on the show. Because number one, the presentation is fucking beautiful. Beautiful. If I was to go to see. if I was to go to Walmart and I seen that on the shelf with everything else, I'm picking that. Yep. Right? And, and what I, stands up? What stands out about it? Um, the comb number one is yeah. I think is beautiful. It feels good. The wood it doesn't like chip the ends of your beards. When you use the plastic comb, they like burst the ends of your beard. I don't know if a lot of people knew that. No, that's true. Because if you look at the plastic comb, they have like very sharp edges. Yes. As you said, the the balm and the oil. I have oily skin. Right, so when I put on certain oils, you feel it, and then you start sweating, and it doesn't. It feels kind of nasty, you know what I mean? With that, I put it on, and it just felt, it felt natural. It felt like this is how my beard should naturally feel, and it, it, as you said, it smells good too. It smells very good, and you see the shine too. You see? It doesn't look like you have too much on. It's just it look perfect. good. Yeah, Ooh. you can see the shine on the beard. And honestly, so yo, comment below if you see the shine on our bed. Comment below if you see Greg it. Greg and Landy, y'all need to hit me up for the photo shoot because I'll be honest, you two young brothers, y'all have decent beards, right? Y'all have good beards, but come y'all on. need to fuck with Big Nick. Yeah, come on, you know who started the beard game? At come UC. on, come listen, on, let's come really on, talk y'all. about it. At Utica College, I was number one, the first one with dreads. I got dreads. Everybody started growing. Anthony started growing his hair out. <laughs> Keith started growing his hair out. I'm a trendsetter, right? I used to be the dude niggas used to come to like, hey, Nick, what do you put in your beard? Everybody, what? Nigga, don't worry. Uh-huh. This, is what, this is straight Trinidad. Uh-huh. Venezuelan. Yeah. yeah, come on. Yeah, come on. You don't you know even know I mean? where Trinidad is at. You're probably looking on a map right now. Trinidad is right off the coast of Venezuela. Yeah, I didn't even know that. Y'all yeah. far as fuck. You could swim. You could literally swim from Trinidad to Venezuela. You ever been over there? Nah, I've never been to Venezuela, but. So apparently shit is real fucked up in Venezuela now. Oh. And a lot of people are trying to escape. And oh, Venezuela? In Trinidad, there's a population of over 100,000 Venezuelan people, mostly women, in the country now. Oh. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's not a bad thing. Venezuelan women are beautiful. Okay, then. You know what I mean? Okay, so if you really, imagine just being in Trinidad and the foreigners are coming to you. Mm-hmm. Well, hello then. <laughs> it's nothing to be. It's nothing to be stressed well, out hello, about, brother. Baby, I've been here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You need help. You need somewhere to go. I exactly. Could be your guy. I could be your tour. Not for real. But um, yeah, man. Yeah. Shout out to Trinidad. Um, I think there was Tyrene that put in the group chat. There was like a big like oil tank yeah. that sank, right, literally right in between Venezuela, Venezuela and, and um Trinidad. That's gonna be scary though. I don't know what the implications of that is. Once it's out, it's out. You can't stop it. I don't know. We That's put Dawn, Dawn, dish soap in the ocean. <laughs> like, come on. 
Hold on, let me find it. All it takes. They're gonna put a whole big thing of dish donut near soap in there. Trinidad. But yeah, shout out to Trinidad, shout out to my people. Um, damaged virgin William oil tanker poses minimal spill risk. That yo, that's what I was saying. So it's not gonna spill because they're all in um they're all in tanks. So I didn't I didn't really understand. I think I asked, like, yo, if it's in a tank, why would it spill? No, you did say that. Yeah, but I think they said minimal um spill risk, so hopefully it's just gonna sink. Well, oil oil is not gonna sink, oil is gonna rise to the top. Well what I'm saying that that it's in the carts, right? The big cargo. I think the fact that it's mostly oil is gonna let it float up. Like say you have a barrel of oil and you throw it in the ocean, I think it's gonna float. That shit you think that shit's gonna be in the ocean just floating. Yeah, it might float. Going yeah. to Antarctica it's, or some shit. Yeah, it's like when you drop drugs off in the um ocean, like if you got some coke, you toss it in the ocean, it's gonna come up. I didn't even know that. You didn't know that? Nah. Guess how I know that. Of course. Tell them. Well, let's go on. I'm from bro. Trinidad. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> um, now that's cat. It was a funny story I learned this week. I think I was telling you about it. So there was this big Mexican drug cartel, right? And um, I think he was like the head of the Navy or something like that. He was a big chief. I actually think he was in charge of fighting drugs, the war against drugs in Mexico. And... There was this big, like, shadowy figure in the Mexican drug game for a long time. I think his name was El Camino or something. I can't remember. And they were trying to find this guy. Nobody knew who this guy was. And they wiretapped, like, some lower-level drug dealers. And they were all talking, like, hey, El Camino's on the TV. El Camino's on the TV. Mm -hmm. They go on the TV. It's the guy who was supposed to be fighting the war against drugs. And he is the biggest figure in the drug game. He was that big? Yo, he 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 um he 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 was big in the drug game. I don't know exactly to what extent, but he was working very closely with the uh with the cartels. Why was he on TV? Did he tell you why? He is a high ranking um military official. He probably was giving a speech. Just like um oh Trump goodness. and all those guys they come out and give speeches. That's what he was doing. But no one knew that's who he was. Yeah, bro. You seen the one about the uh Mafia guys in New York City. Nah, what happened? And, and on Netflix, same thing. You know, these guys were just wiretap, but it was so cool how they did it. They had the guy that was actually putting um, bugs in these people's homes. Talk about his experience and how he got in the homes, how he got in the restaurants. And there was one with the restaurant, and they had this big dog. Like, some, I think a bull massive, some Italian breed dog. Mm. And I think they... they Put the fire extinguisher on the dog, and it started. It went back to his bed, and they were just putting the bugs in the oh. in the lights, yeah, under the table, they had the whole going shit inside. Out. Yeah, they was able to get in someone's house. Oh, some dude was complaining. All right, so here, rewind. They fucked up this dude TV on purpose. Okay, right, one of these dudes, right? They fucked up his TV in his house on purpose, so his TV's fucking up, and so he calls. And he's like, uh, my TV's messing up. It doesn't turn on. Can I? Can you have someone come down to fix it? Who comes to fix it? The dude mm. that put the taps in the restaurant. Mm. Put the bugs in the restaurant. So he came, did it, put the put the bug in there, fixed the TV for the gentleman, and was out. That's crazy. Bro, that's a, crazy that's a very smart move. way to bug someone home out. But my thing is, so with, with, with the Mexican drug dealers, right? So there was this girl. I was watching a documentary of this Mexican girl. And she was saying, it's actually a famous saying. Um, I don't want to mess it up. I think it's plato plomo. Plato plomo means, Google what that means. Plato plomo. I think it's mean money or bullet. 
money or a bullet. I think that's what it means. Google it. And the what it basically means is that the corruption in this country is so crazy. When you're a higher level ranking official, it's either you're gonna take money, you're gonna take bribery, or your other option is you're gonna be killed. That's not a hard decision for me to make. Plateau or plomo. Plateau or plomo. What does it mean? Money or bullet. Money or bullet. Silver lead. Silver lead. Money or bullet. Money or bullet. You're going to take the money and be corrupted with us or you're going to die. That sounds like a lose-lose situation. Or a win-win situation because it's only one option I'm taking. The money. Give me the money and not the bullet. That's what they was doing in the cities in the 80s. And my thing is, I I don't know know if it's... um, ethically correct for Americans to judge these high-level ranking officials and put them in prison because they were part of a corrupt system. It's not like they were the cartels. Mm-hmm. It's Plato Plomo. You're, what, so I, my thing is, what, what are uh, the American justice system saying? That you guys need to put your life on the line and basically die. I, I, you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know what the decision should be made. I think anybody ethically or morally in tune is going to make that decision. Easily. And then a lot of these guys, they do their um, bid in in government, and then they come to America to live. That's how they arrest them. Because I don't think they want to be in the drug game, but they don't have a choice at that point. Not at all. It's a scary life to live over there. Mm -hmm. And I was told that um, when a family does cross the border with their kids, that they let the parents go to the U.S. and keep the kids in a prison. So mm-hmm. the kids are away from their parents and they're growing up in these prisons. And that was during a debate that recently just happened with um with Trump, Trump and, and Biden. Biden. We could talk about that in a little bit too. I think yeah. they were actually saying that it's five hundred kids whose parents aren't coming back. That's and pretty sad. I think the reason and Trump brought up a very good point. And you know, people are gonna hate on whatever Trump says. And I actually want to talk about why I kind of figured out why I come off as a Trump supporter. But let me not get you guys lost. Um Trump was saying that these people, Obama and Biden had a, a law where if someone came here illegally, you would have to arrest them, give them a court date, and release them into the country. You had to let them come in. And Trump took that down for the very same reason. He said less than 1% of the people actually come back for the court date. He actually called the 1% that come back to the court date, they're the dumbest out of all of them. Because he, they're not going to grant you citizenship if you come through illegally. And, um, yeah, I think that's what happens. They take the kids away. They have to let the parents in, hoping to leverage the kids against the parents. Like, hey, come back. You have to get your kid. Mm. These parents are not even coming back for their kids. <laughs> you feel me? You think they're going to come back by themselves? Yeah. I don't know. That's scary. How are you going to leave your kid, though? They don't care, man. I mean, I, I'm not going to say they don't, they don't care. care. We can't. We We can't. Um. We can't even sympathize or understand that type of life. Yeah, Those people are living a very horrible life. And that's why I think it's kind of um, hypocritical when we try to judge the things they do. That's true. And they don't want to go back. No, they do not want to go back. So they take every risk that comes with every it just risk. to stay here. And to be honest, the only price you're really paying in that situation is being separated from your kid. Because you know in America, you're living a way better life. And your kid, even though he's in a camp... He's still in the United States under United States control, and the United States can't send them back. So both of y'all are living a better life yeah. than what y'all would be living in Mexico. It just happens that y'all are separated. Yeah, that's just sad. Though. But I think I think a lot of people are willing to take that risk. Like um, 
back in the day when the Irish famine and stuff was happening, a lot of people left their families. This is not a new thing. If not things are all. bad enough, you're going to leave your family. Yeah, all the people. Shit, my grand, grandpa left Bama, Alabama when he was 18 years old. Word. You know, and Serena's grandparents left Italy like 18 years old. I think there was a war going on around that time. Maybe the Irish left. famine. Nah, I don't, this is sister. This is the bottom of Italy. That had nothing to do. It was a war going on. Is the Irish famine a war? Are you telling no, me? No, the Irish famine happened say, in 1845, which is probably... No, 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 no. They're not that old. How old is Serena grandparents? They're probably like 19, like 30-something. Yeah, the Irish famine started in... Oh, You said I'm 1840. Wilding. I'm wild. Yeah, you wild, bro. Yeah, you wild. Yo, you know what's yeah, cool tripping, about I, New York City, the history, actually, huh? and um, Irish people and Italian people? Yeah. If you meet a lot of Irish people, you talk to them, like, yo, where your grandparents from? They were like, yeah, they came, they left um, Ireland or whatever, and they was in the Bronx. And you speak to an Italian family, you ask the person, where are your grandparents from? Oh, they're from Italy, but they, they came to the U.S. and they moved to Brooklyn. So it was like Brooklyn was straight Italians and the Bronx was straight Irish people. I think that's just pretty cool when you hear people talk about that. Mm. You know, a lot of people coming just from the city and out here. Because I met some gentleman at the gym who was Irish. And he was like, yeah, I was, I was born in the Bronx. So you was so telling was like, me that. So <clears throat> basically all the um, Irish and Italian people from that live in Long Island are from the city. Yeah, I, I, bro. Majority of the people, grandparents, lived in apartments in the city. So who's the natives to Long Island? Like who... Who initially inhabited Long Island? I don't know. Obviously, some wealthy people mm. first, but native to Long Island. I think Long Island was just there. You know, everyone came to the city because it's water ports and jobs, and the people started spreading out because of transportation. Mm. So everything got easy because you put the, the Long Island Railroad right down the middle of Long Island. I'm like, hey, you could live out here, and it's only an hour drive an hour to get out. to work. Mm. It's not That's too bad. Point. And also, if you don't want to, you know, you don't want to be around. Around people all day, clouded and and apartment buildings and all of that. So this is the perfect area for you. That's probably the pitch they were selling to them. Shout out to Long Island, man. I'm gonna have a big mansion in Long Island one day. Where at Garden but, City? You ever yeah, seen Garden City? Fact. Oh my gosh, Garden City is beautiful, bro. It's in like the middle of Long Island. I'm gonna tell you something. Garden City, you won't see no speck of dirt anywhere out the street. That's Everything cool. is crispy clean. The sidewalks, the streets, there's nothing flying around the street. Not even a leaf. Mm-hmm. I'm dead ass. It's fall season. Now there's probably no leaf on the floor. Where is Garden City? Um, in Nassau. Okay. By that's not in the middle of Long Island, bro. No, no, no. What I'm saying is because a lot of nice areas are like by the water of Long Island. Oh, you mean like middle as far as it's not close to the water? Yeah, not close oh, to the water. Oh. I'm not talking about death smack in the middle. No. I thought you meant like further down. No, 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 no. Because Garden City is not that far from Valley Street, right? Yeah, it's not too far at all. Mm-hmm. It's right next to Hempstead. But shout out hey, to neighbors. shout out to Joe Biden and President fucking Trump. Did you watch uh, the debate? No. Nah, Did you catch anything from the debate? I don't, I, I'm going to keep it 100 with y'all. I'm not a big fan of it. I don't care. Still trying to get this paper. Still trying to support the Nick and Mal show. The Nick and Mal show. And listen, I'm the political guy. Malcolm is the, the business, business guy. guy. We ain't going to tell y'all what Malcolm does. He takes care of everything behind the scenes. Uh-huh. Right? The Nick and Mal show would not be possible. With, nah, come on. Don't with, say all of that. It's the main guy. It, right no, 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 no. We're, we're yin and yang. Yeah, that's a fact. He told people. I won't even say Kobe and Shaq. It's not even Mike and Pimpin. This is yeah, Kobe, and, Kobe Shaq. and Shaq. But listen though, um, so the first debate it was filled with a lot of interruptions on both sides, honestly, but obviously more so on Trump's path. He's a uh, he's a very abrupt guy. 
You know what I mean? He's not a politician. That's one of the things he actually told Joe Biden. Joe Biden, they were they were having he a, said that. Bro, they were having a conversation. I fucking hate this. I just got water all over me. I, I fucking hate when um politicians do this. Kamala was doing it a lot in the vice presidential debate. They were looking the camera and said, America. This is for you. Um, like, cut it out. Nobody's uh-huh. falling for that anymore. Old people are falling for that. They get chills from that, bro. But that's, that's the most excitement thing they have right now. You're right. You're right. So <laughs> they were talking about China foreign policy, and um, Trump said something, something very eloquent, and Joe Biden, the corniest shit, he started talking about, America, we're dropping the taxes for poor people because you home, sitting at your table, don't know if you can... Change the tires on your car. And he did not say some bro, shit like that. A verbatim that he said, Middle America, you're worrying about, can you change the tire of your car or not? Sitting around the table. And Trump is looking at him in disgust. And Trump is like, yo, are you serious with this typical politics? He's like, that's why I won. Because I'm not a typical, typical politician. Oh, we talking it. about China and you talking about niggas mm-hmm. sitting around a table at home. We should put the clip up. That's Ooh. a problem if you can't pay for your tire. And he said middle-class Americans. What, what middle-class Americans cannot pay for a tire Come change? Come on, son. I'm going to tell you what Todd Billy do. I just got a ticket for parking by a fire hydrant. I just heard Todd Billy yesterday saying on a podcast. He was like, you know what I do to tickets? I go, oh, just another $100 and pay the shit. I don't complain and wait to so I can rack up to $1,000. Todd Billy got money. I, I've I've let it rack up to $1,000, not because I was complaining, because I was broke, nigga. Mm-hmm. But listen, though, so... so the, Honestly, as we spoke about in the first um, debate, I think Biden surprised both of us. He's very sharp. And I actually think, like, I'm going to say something good about Biden. I don't think mentally he's slipping. I think he has a speech impediment, and he knows he's 78, and everyone is looking for him to have these slips and these gaffes. And he's trying to overcompensate for it. I also think he's an extremely fast thinker. If you listen to him speak, he thinks three, four sentences out. So sometimes he's on sentence one and he'll just, he's thinking about what he's going to say after it. And so he kind of fucked up the sentence. And then it doesn't help that he's fucking Botoxed up and his face is just pulled. Like, it looks ridiculous. And they both look ridiculous. Yeah. And, like, and, and, and he'll just try to get through it. But first debate, I think Biden surprised us with that. And this debate, they set up the rules perfectly for Trump to look bad. They muted their mics in between so they couldn't interrupt each other. And Trump has never given us this eloquent presidential debate before. He has never. He actually plays pretty dirty. Last, in 2016, he brought out a lady who Bill Clinton was having affairs with to the Hillary Clinton debate. What? Yeah, and he actually brought out someone who accused Bill Clinton of sexual misconduct. What? And in this one, he brought out someone else uh, that accused Biden of having, like, foreign policy deals with China to make, like, money and stuff like that. But they set up the debate so Trump couldn't be Trump. And it was actually so beautiful to watch that Trump was the well-spoken politician that we, none of us believed he could be. Like, he was, like, taking his turn, not interrupting anyone, speaking about what they actually asked them, you know what I mean, very respectfully. And I I thought it was amazing. I thought it was amazing. I actually was thinking that this is kind of Lamar Jackson-esque. 
in a sense that Lamar Jackson is a running quarterback. And what do we think about mm. when we think about running quarterbacks? They can't throw. They, they can throw a little bit because Trump could definitely talk and communicate. But the running part of his game is what makes him a high-level NFL quarterback. If he didn't have that, he would not be effective. And last year, we've seen Lamar Jackson rush for 100 yards a game. And some games, he's going to have six passing touchdowns. Some games, he kind of refuses to run. And that's where I thought about Trump. I'm like, you took his number one weapon away, and he showed you he could perform regardless. Regardless. And he could adapt. And that's the number one thing in life right there. How could you adapt? Yes. And if you know how to adapt, you could survive anyway. He's showing that, hey, you could mute me. I'm going to survive. I'm going to survive. I'm going to Yeah, now nah, he's good. He's good. He's a great fucking communicator, man. I, I just get excited listening to Trump. <clears throat> and I think I finally find out why it seems like I'm a Trump fan. Because I, I don't really like Trump that much. I don't really like Biden either. But number one, all I do is listen to CNN, and I kind of just see the hypocrisy in what they say. I see how I was watching the news, and they interviewed four people. They interviewed two beautiful Hispanic women that were voting for Trump, and their reasons for voting for Trump was so stupid. It's like, oh, yeah, he supports businesses. Oh, yeah, he, he's, he's going to cut taxes for businesses. And then the two people they interviewed um, for why they're voting for Biden it's this long story about how her husband died and how she's struggling. Like this heartfelt interview to connect with people. And it's so blatant. And I like, listen, I am a critical consumer of media. I see this shit. I see it's so blatant. I, I'm going to put that up here. I'm going to show you the things they, and they try to make it seem like they're not biased, but it's so clear. Like what do y'all, what y'all doing is not equal. Right. After the debate, they were talking about they have a fact checker where they fact check both um, <laughs> both candidates. They had three fact checks they did. Both they was like they fact checked Trump and Trump was wrong and they fact checked Biden for one and he was right. <laughs> like is that what y'all yeah, gonna get? Yeah, like, come on now, that's <laughs> like, OD. It's so blatant, bro. It's so blatant. That's so bad. Yeah, but I, I love that debate, man. Shout out to Trump. Shout out to Biden. That's a fact. Shout out to them. I think Trump is taking it. You think so? Yeah, I think they so. They got some like banner right by my area, right on Middle Country. Big banner where they're selling Trump clothes and everything. I think someone tried to hit him because it was, um, they moved back and it was a sign that was pushed down. Where? Yeah, it get crazy. That's the scary thing about this debate. I feel like it's going to get crazy. Why? Oh, you think? Like, no matter who wins, it might get I was hit. listening to something like that and I think the, the country is divided enough. And it's so sad how everything is so radical that whoever wins there might be some some bad shit. Yeah, especially if Trump loses. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. That's what they're saying, and it's kind of sad to think like that. Like people are so riled up, and their life depends on this so much that it's honestly sad. The sad part is their life don't depend on it. It really, it truly doesn't. But they depend their life on it. And I think it, people look at politics like sports too much. In the sense that if you're a Giants fan, you're a Giants fan, right? Even if the Seahawks are better than you, you go in a Giants fan, you lose, you're sad. You win, you're no, fucking no. happy. Because you got more than one chance. The thing about politics is it's really a race of who can treat the country better. So technically, no matter who wins, you should be happy, right? If you get what I'm saying, like you shouldn't pick a side and be like, oh, I'm ride or die. Because it seems like if Joe Biden was to come out and say nigger a hundred times, Democrats would still be Democrats. Why? Because we're Democratic. 
there's no objectivity. And I think that's what democracy is objectivity. Mm-hmm. Right? I think this guy is better for this reason. And it could flip. But somehow we got into this system of I'm going to be Republican, I'm going to be Democrat, and I don't give a fuck who's better for the country. I'm just going to stick with mm-hmm. my side. And that's the sad part. That's how it really is. Mm-hmm. And for the people that just sit there and just watch TV all day, the news all day, it's so horrible for you. Right. Like, it's honestly sad. You're just getting propaganda and one side bias stories all day long, flooding yourself. Like, I think that's the sad part about news. That's why I fuck with the people that have a business. Because they focus on their business. Right. You know, focus on no, this is going to determine my life in the next few years. But you could, I think you could have a business and then be focused on, on current events and what's no, going on. No, that's true. But at the, end of that, at the end of the day, you understand, both of these guys make money. Both of these guys are going to be here for the people that make money. Mm. You understand? I, I never heard anything of like, I want to see the facts, probably it's facts, but if a Democrat was in office, that businesses are going to fold. Like, there's no way that cannot happen. That doesn't make sense. To have an economy, you need business. Why? Because it creates money. If we if we go buy a town right now, soon, soon, soon. No, nah, but if we go buy, <laughs> nah, nah. If we go buy, yo. By the way, I be chatting on here, but listen, man, that Mount Bayou documentary coming soon. That's a fact. That's probably the most interesting American story that none of us talk about. That's a fact. But go ahead. But if we go buy, let's say Mount Bayou, right? A place called Mount Bayou. What's the first thing you're gonna need? Yeah, you're gonna need people, but you're gonna need to create something. To get these people money, which is what? A job. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, I honestly feel like nothing, whoever is the, the president, is going to affect the economy as they think it is. Mm-hmm. You know? And and let's say Biden tax plan, like, that's just not gonna go through. You're yeah. ridiculous. Poor people, stop relying. I won't even say poor people. People that think that they need to rely on taxing the wealthy people and we need to get tax left, just cut it out. Yeah. It's not gonna happen. It will never happen. They keep you out of cap, as the stack said last week. Look, look at this, right? This is how I've been thinking about politics lately, and I've been going down this crazy wormhole of the United States presidents. I think they're very interesting men. I feel like the way we're taught about it in school is very boring, and when you get down to the nitty-gritty and the story of these men, it's so infatuating, especially like the first 20 presidents. Those guys were playing by a whole different book, bro. They were creating the country that we live in now. Mm-hmm. This was not America. Not America. All this shit had was a name to it. This country was weak as fuck, did not have an army. They couldn't even get into wars with people because they would get fucking annihilated. It was about one third of the size, probably less than that when we started. Right? Thank God we had water to, you know, split yeah. us up. I think, I forgot who did the Louisiana Purchase. That president added a big chunk to America. Yeah. And then James Polk, James Polk, he added basically the entire West of America, right? Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson, he did the um, Louisiana Purchase. And type in James Polk. I think he he purchased a big part of America also. But, um, yeah, these guys were so interesting. George Washington, the first president. He didn't even want to be president. They kind of, he was just the most qualified guy. James Polk, right? Texas, Oregon, Territory, yep. That's basically the whole the West, West, Southwest. Yes. West, yeah. Um, George Washington, he didn't want to be president. They just needed someone to lead them. And they said, listen, you're the best at it. Let's let's give you a try. But I bring that up to say this. All those guys had a very intricate role and a very intricate, like, like you know what I mean? A role to play in the formation of America life, American life. The presidents today don't have that, bro. 
Not at all. Like, they're, they're just a placeholder. We could survive without a president today. Easily. What, what would you have, though? Are we brainwashed to think we need someone? Yes, we are brainwashed. To so, what do you think someone. you need? You obviously you Congress. Need... So, you have Congress. You have the House of Representatives. So, a group of people, just not well, one person. You're saying. So, we already have that. Mm-hmm. The only thing is, the president is basically a kingmaker. So, he's the guy with the president is one guy with the power that Congress has. So, Congress in America and 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 the president has basically the same power. The only thing is the president is himself so that one vote is equal to the vote of 100 people for congress and i think like 425 for the house of representatives so we really do not need the president right and a lot of times in america a lot of the forgotten presidents were the one that congress was stronger than the president right that's why abraham lincoln and uh um What's the guy that been Theodore Roosevelt? They're so revered because they they trumped Congress. They worked with Congress, and that's part of the reason why they had so much influence because Congress liked them, mm-hmm. right? But they were able to get their way with Congress. And it's interesting. We hate Trump because Trump, you know what I mean? He Once he wants something, Congress is going to give it to him because I think it's mostly Republicans right yeah, now. Yeah, that makes sense. But what's I saying? Yeah, America, you know, the, the presidents, they're kind of like... Yeah, I mean, it's nothing for them to do, bro. America is already America, America. and there's nothing they can really do to change the they situation. They got to fight the tech companies. What do you mean? Google, Apple. I see that they're trying to do that Microsoft, right now. yeah. They just, um, there was just- Antitrust uh, laws, I believe. They're looking what, to change around. What is antitrust law? What does that mean? Um, I'm not too sure. I'll give you a little history of antitrust laws. So, I, I think they, they, they placed- um, a lawsuit on Google. consumers from predatory business practices practices and ensure fair competition, which they don't do. They had to change it around because, like you said before, a few weeks ago, these big companies could just buy the smaller companies. Like, yeah, I'll give you a million dollars, right? And I'll use your your technology to better one of my apps. I don't understand what's unfair about that, though. Because you have no one truly to compete with you, and it's too late at this point now. With the amount of Think about it. Apple's the first company to hit a trillion dollars as a business. Mm. It's too late. You have a trillion dollars. You can, if we start selling the benefit of Apple product, they could eat. We're going to sell out. Who isn't going to sell out? If Apple comes, oh, we need this piece to better our phone. We only on the iPhone 12 like we talked about before. We only on the, on the iPhone, iPhone 12. 12. Yeah, iPhone 12 just came out. When? This week. Early this week, yeah. Keep talking. We only on the iPhone 12. So so that's like the beginning stage, like you said, of phones. That's 12. That's not even... We'll see. I was going to say 12 years, but obviously it's not. I'm chatting. But somebody's going to come out with something good, and Apple being a trillion-dollar company, they can easily just purchase this company. Like, yo, I'll give you you $5 million for your technology. And you're going to sell out. That's worth $500,000. Exactly. And yeah. You, yeah, exactly. And you're going to sell out. Why? Because I, five million, I don't have to do much. Mm. Or I can have a percentage of of Apple. You give me 5% because you have my company. You want percentages too, people. So with the Apple thing, I thought it was real fucking stupid. Because I'm going to tell you this right now. They was like, oh, Apple pays. Um, no, not Apple. Google. The Google also I thought it was stupid because it was like, Google. You pay Apple to make Google the um the main search engine for the iPhones. Okay, I get that, but everyone listening to this, are you using any other search engine than Google? 
Not at all. Do you want to? No, but the government did fuck up. Um, Microsoft, Internet Explorer. Who had Internet Explorer? Microsoft, yeah. So it was. What do you mean they fucked it up, though? Because there was a big thing of antitrust laws with um the CEO of Microsoft. Who was it before? Was it Bill Gates? Bill Gates got Apple. No, Bill Gates is Microsoft, bro. It is Bill Gates. Yeah. Sorry, y'all. Uh, so, yeah, United States versus Microsoft Corp. In 2001 against Bill Gates And basically They had Windows right Internet Explorer Who uses Internet Explorer? Nobody No one Well the government fucked that up Because mm. That was the big boy right Bill Gates was the big boy mm. He was the first of it To have that That antitrust Going on Placed on him Yeah Man fuck antitrust laws man If If it's it's nothing the, you could do. Yeah, bro. The game. The this is what do they call this? It's a um when you could just make free money. Money digital. I don't know. No, not digital. The <laughs> word we are is communism and capitalism. Capitalism. This is a capitalist society. The name of the game is to fucking make money. And if you figured out how to do that better than everybody else, you are winning, right? In basketball, in football. You don't go up 21 and they say, okay, let's spot the other team 14 points. No, nigga. You could either quit and get 21, get out the fucking business, recoup, come back the next week, and hopefully you have a better game. Mm-hmm. But right now, we are, we're we going to go 60-0 and win the Super Bowl. I, I don't think you can hate on that. No, you can't hate them, but there's no stopping them. There's no stopping them. It's, the government's not going to stop All these fucking, these dudes Amazon, got more money Facebook. than the government, man. Yeah. What y'all going to do? What are you going to do? You and back to the politics, I think they're they're doing all of these um they're they're putting out all of these lawsuits um in in the Supreme Court to prove a point to the people they want to vote for them. Like, listen, we're taking down big companies. We're you know because that's what Trump runs on. We're, we're about the people. We're, we're we're killing all the big companies. And I I think they're just they're way over their skis. They're way they're in. Over Who's their way skis. over their skis? The um. The 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 people who are suing the um, Supreme Court, mm-hmm. the Supreme who's Court. who's just people, American citizens are the Supreme Court. Yeah, are suing the Supreme Court, the American citizens. No, the Supreme Court put out the lawsuit against Google. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So the Supreme Court is um a bunch of I think it's like I forgot how it's probably like sixteen judges, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> they have a bunch of different cases they could bring up. Um, I think. People like you can submit a case that you want brought up in Supreme Court and you mail it in or whatever, and they choose a few. They probably choose like a hundred yeah. out of thousands of cases and then they pursue it. Right? So say you're 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 charged with murder and you think you were wrongly accused based on some bum ass New York law, you can submit your cases to the Supreme Court and um they review it and that's how you get these um Board versus board versus yeah yeah those are those are like Supreme Court held cases okay and usually they set the standard for the rest of the country based on the ruling of it right they don't try to determine if something was legal or illegal they try to determine based on the Constitution were you correct or incorrect and based on that you can have laws that are made right usually when something is ruled in Supreme Court it becomes a federal law law like. Is it board Brown versus yeah, board, board of Education? Of education yep. 
that ended seg- segregation in schools, right? Yes, it is. is that what that ended? Yeah. Something like that. No, like, no, it is. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, you can't just have an... Exactly. And that that, that became a national law. Yeah. Right. We were talking about... Last week, we were talking about um, iPhones and the addiction to the iPhone. I've been yelling at you since you pulled up yesterday about always being on your phone. Yeah. Why the fuck are you always on your phone, bro? Honestly, I don't know why. Ain't <laughs> you do don't know it. why, nah, right? right? You ain't saying nothing. You don't know. I don't know why. You just be on it because it's there. So that's the thing. We don't fucking know why. And I was thinking back. When we first started the show, I was talking about Terrence McKenna. And I actually got put on to Terrence McKenna by Joe Rogan. And he has this time theory where he believes that time is actually in reverse. So basically, yesterday was... Yesterday was already... How, how can I, how can I uh, say this? Next week is already planned. And we're just moving toward next week. As I said it, think about think about a video being in reverse. You drop a plate and you rewind it. Everything already happened, but time is moving in reverse. So you see the plate splattered on the floor and then it just starts coming together. And it seems like a magnet, right? Yeah, okay. Terrence McKenna believes that's how time works. And he was like, he, the next evolution of time is everything comes together. We all started as fucking bacteria and stuff. And then slowly together, we came together and became small organisms. And that turned us into humans. And then we came together as communities. And now we keep on progressing. And you think the next line of progress in development, and we are we are the carriers of the world right now. What he means is that at one point, a fish was the carrier of the world because they said everything that exists today came from a fish, right? And at one point, it was dinosaurs, right? They were the, the top of the food chain in progressing whatever, the, the you know what I mean, the lineage of the earth to, to push where we are now to the eventual end that is already determined. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. He was saying the next thing is the integration of human and technology. And I think... When I ask you the question, why are you always on your phone? Why is everyone always on the phone? They have this addiction they can't explain. It's because he's what he said is coming to fruition. We are becoming one with our phone. Easily. You know what I mean? You remember when phone was just a thing you had in your house and someone called you, you pick it up and that's it? Now it's something that's in our pockets. Now it's something that's in our hands 50% of the day. And I was telling you this yesterday. We're in the beginning stages of this shit, bro. I'm saying, iPhone twelve. iPhone twelve. Uh, what number? 12? You, what number you think the iPhone is going to go up to? Don't even know. I put it. I put it to you here right now. In three hundred years, none of us is going to be around. And the addiction to the iPhone is only going to become stronger. There's going to soon be a section. There's going to be soon be a population on Earth. That doesn't think the iPhone is addiction because it's just part of them. Yeah. It's just part of you. Think about it. People's lives are Instagram. Yes. Yes. You know, well, maybe because they have a business or whatever, but people but I think, show their personality, everything through Instagram. So I'm thinking about it even deeper. I'm saying social media is the medium by which whatever the being is that's controlling this, God, whatever it is, it is what attached us to the cell phone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Social media yeah. is the glue. Social media is the glue. Because it's if you glue. had your phone, 
just to call and text people. You wouldn't, you be wouldn't have it that much. But yeah. hey, we could give you everything you could watch. You could you could put filters on yourself. Come you on. could make yourself seem like this person and you're really not. Or, you know, you could just show your real self. And hey, before I meet you, I already know you. Because I just seen you on Instagram. And based on, if, if you believe what Terrence McKenna said, there's no one to be blamed for it. And we can't even judge ourselves too harshly because it's inevitable. You just got to turn your phone off and go get a flip phone if you nah, want to get away it's, from it's it. It's not going to happen, man. Listen, we won with phones, brothers and sisters. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. That's what it is right now. All I'm saying, if you got a business, it's fine to be one with phone. But if you don't, if you just on there watching stuff and not really get into a bag, then well, don't be that, one with a phone. I think that's what most people are on there doing. Just relaxing. Yeah, entertainment. Yeah, mm-hmm. easily. Mindless entertainment, just like yo. Let me get some. But it's mindless. You like you get on the phone, you don't know why you picked the fucking phone up. Just to see what's up. There. Just to see what's going on. I don't even have a goal in mind right now. No. Hopefully I find something entertaining on this shit. Yeah, and just to share it. Nah, that's what and people that don't have business, they just be sharing shit and think they did their job at the end of the day. I hate those people. What <laughs> fuck is you sharing what's going on in the world and be like, my job is done. You brought that up. That's interesting. That's like, how cut I, it out. That's how I felt about the black box. Yeah. Everybody was posting this black box and I was fucking steaming. So. Yeah, bro. You made me do that shit. I did not make you, you do said, that. You said, yo, post the black box because everyone's <laughs> doing it. I woke up the next day to him like, what is going on? And I didn't want to do that shit at all. Yeah. I, I guess I guess I was wrong. I think we all make mistakes. And I, I don't think it was a bad mistake. I think it's just showing the laziness of our society right bro, now. Bro, yo, you did your job. Yo, you reposted this? You did your job. Yo, no funny. And if you repost any of our thing, you ain't do your job, fucker. Mm. That's it. Honestly. I guess I guess I can see the greater good of people sharing things and making people aware. Okay, I get that. Yeah, but after a while. But as an individual, you can't think your job is done right there. Not at all. No. Especially, and, I just and my and me personally, the way I think, if I'm not emotionally invested into something myself, I'm not gonna, you know, what I mean, be on it. Yeah. Like for example, I was watching um YouTube video, right? And this commercial came on and the commercial was thirty minutes. And I was actually laying on my bed and my AGMI was hooked up to my um T V. So I'm like, oh fuck, I gotta get up because I'm not watching a thirty minute commercial <laughs> in the first thirty seconds of the video. Long story short, I ended up watching that uh, entire thirty minute um commercial and it's because it's it's uh, let me find it. I think it was called the charity water video. And I want you guys to do some research on it too. And I'm going to do my part. I'm going to uh, donate some money to it. And it's this guy. He just gives you his life story. And he talks about how him and a doctor who went to Africa in like 1990. And he happened. He was just going there to um, do some field work for like a year or two. He hasn't left since. He loves it there? He hasn't left since. Does he love it there or is he stuck there? No, no, no. He hasn't left. Since so why are you he... giving him money? So I might tell you. So the charity was. So what What they do is they, um, he's helping people. He's not there just to be there for fun. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He went there to do field work to help people out. There were people with these, like, re- you ever seen the people with the really big, like, masses on their face and stuff like that? They remove them. Okay. Right? There was this one guy, he was suffocating because there was one in his mouth. Yeah. And his mouth is basically shut closed by this big, like, uh, I don't know if it's a benign tumor. It's probably not a cancerous tumor because mm, they conspiracy probably... Conspiracy theory. What? You think they're giving him something? 
thing like the government's like yo we want to try this drug out we're going to give it to these people you doctors go down there to to cure it and figure a way to cure it but they doctors don't know to cure what the big ass lumps on their face but i don't that's that's interesting but i don't think i've never seen an american person with that yeah that's that's some african stuff and not to be rude like but that's what I'm when, saying, whenever, though. Whenever you... Like, what the fuck? Where, where did that come from? How the hell that shit just come out of nowhere? Be, like so, w- diseases are usually formed from an imbalance in a person and their environment, right? And in our society, we have a perfect balance of everything. We have food, we have nutrition, we have sunlight. We have everything that we need. So, there's not a lot of disease in our community, except for things that like bad eating. That's probably the number one disease causer because that is putting us out of whack with our environment. We shouldn't be eating that much. In Africa, the reason why AIDS and malaria and and um what's the big one that came over like ten years ago? Swine flu. Not swine flu. What what Ebola? Flu. The reason why these diseases spread is because these people are in a severe um non harmonious relationship with their environment. They don't have enough food. They don't have enough water. That's how diseases form. Okay. You know what I mean? They're not like your your land is supposed to prov- that's how he, the human race expanded. Because the land that we had provided enough food, enough protection, enough shelter, enough nutrients for us to live. Yeah. Africa does not have that. That's how you have all these different diseases. No, I understand that, but so what happened 200 years ago in Africa. What do you mean? Did the people just wipe out that had that shit? Where does this shit come from? Well, I think the world raped Africa. Yeah. I think they raped them from all their riches. They It's just a depleted country. I don't know. I don't know, man. I think that some, somebody's like, yo, they, let's give them this. And then this shit just spreads like wildfire. And then doctors You think someone kill, gave kill. them that? Because you got to understand the coronavirus never happened before, right? Uh-huh. Who's going to be... The winner of the of COVID nineteen is gonna be the person that figures out a way to cure COVID. Okay, you understand where did COVID come from? Some new shit, right? Mm-hmm. You understand? So I feel like if people be person conspiracy theory, you th- you create something and you go, yo, we need people to try this shit. It's spread like Wi Fi. Doctors will go down there and help cure it. What is the benefit of that though? And who is the people to, the f- to figure out how to fight it? Yeah. God forbid so, it does happen. God forbid it spreads f- wildfire globally. You hear what you're saying? Yeah, I hear you what you're saying. You say you create something to see if you can cure it. To test people. Yeah, because people test on, shit on animals, right? But what right? is the benefit of Testing doing on that, humans To find a cure for it, so just to sell it, make more money, medicine. I don't know. That's how I'm okay. thinking, looking okay. at it like that. You understand? Because okay. it's like, yo, were they dealing with this shit 200 years ago, 100 years ago? We're like... Or, well, they what? went out of harmony with their with their with their environment a hundred years ago or two hundred years ago. You understand? Fifty years ago, like, come on, where's this shit really coming from? I don't know. That's a good uh, you question. know, that's a good. Let question. it. Let, let's see. Naturally, what would happen? Okay, these people will wipe out. They would all die. So, I was, I, so that's what I'm saying. If they would all die, wouldn't that that happen? A hundred years ago, if something happened, that but they were out wipe of harmony out, right? with their environment a hundred years ago. I'm assuming. Yeah, you're assuming things. 100 years ago was what? 1920. Okay. That's really not too far. You know, there's this history, U.S. history in 1920 of what's mm. going on. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about right now. I know what you're talking about, but I don't understand what the 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 the, the motive behind it is. I think 
that the government's creating. So you think these all viruses? The, you think all AIDS and stuff is is government created? Yeah, it's created. I did like, yo, you know what it is? I just didn't know that you felt like this. Yeah, that they're just creating it. Like, yo, we need someone to test it on. So we're testing test these what people. on? Test this virus that we created on people <laughs> to see how to cure it. Why you create a virus to cure it? Just because it's medicine. You need to make money somehow, right? Make people nervous. Make okay. people scared. Bro, COVID-19 is still going on, and all we're told is to wear a mask. And we can stay in a restaurant with our mask off. It's, it's kind of creepy. And I don't like talking like this, but... No, nah, talk it to You know what I'm saying? You're you just really testing things out. Listen, I, I've been on your back for a long time about studying more. All I want you to do is study conspiracy theories. Just every no, I week, understand that. Every week coming here with a new conspiracy theory for us to talk about. Can you do that for me? Yeah, but what about... Uh, so why is this shit not happening anywhere else? Like, everything is, like, fucking Africa. Because Africa is severely out of whack with harmony in the environment. It does not provide Why? enough food. It doesn't provide enough food. It doesn't but provide enough Australia food. does? Yeah. No, we have to look America does. No, this is this is basic stuff. This is unrefutable. You know what I mean? But there's nice areas in Africa. And they're not disease trucking. Okay. So the places there are disease I don't think it's that heavy in Africa. This has always been my thought process. Like you've seen the commercials on the TV. Of oh, you want to help this African child, and like people automatically think they already put that theme of Africa is, oh, people all in Africa are starving. Mm-hmm. I think they do it on purpose. I think too. we're smart enough to have deciphered from that. You know, like, what the? There's fuck? a lot of rich people in Africa. No, yeah, Some that's of the richest true. Black, I think and the richest do, black man is African. And then you see the people that they do in like Europe, and they live in a house, and it's just they have no heat, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yo, what the fuck, bro? What's really going on? It's marketing. Maybe Africa wants to be marketed like that. I'm pretty sure they don't. I think the U.S. just exploded Africa. Well, the people who are suffering, I'm sure they're thankful for that marketing that to get true. them help. That is true. That's but true. I was saying, so the 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 the, the, um, the charity water video. It was a video talking about um the yeah, these different diseases, um about how these people a big portion of them are suffering these diseases because of water. Another reason why I'm talking about the they're not in harmony with their environment. They don't have clean water. That's going to cause a lot of diseases by itself. Who the fuck made them move in the middle? Who? Why they live in the middle of, of that place then? If you're not know. to live, to get by water, you have to live at the end of Africa, right? I don't know. But that's what I'm saying. Like, what the fuck? Who would have thought, yo, let's station right here and not stop moving? You understand what I'm saying? I don't think they was thinking like that back in the day. Bro, but that's that's naturally back in the day how people move because of animals and everything. You yeah, they the follow animals. the animals. Yes, understandable. So we're just going to sit here and stop in the middle of everything? I'm pretty sure there's someone that's smart in their tribe or maybe group they to know. That's maybe they saying, weren't bro. smart enough to understand so that. so weird to really think about. Okay. Because these people, you lack water, right? Yeah. Uh, if an animal lacks water, where do they go? Animals travel a lot, right? So why yeah. do you stop traveling? Well, I think that's why I'm thinking the government was like, "Yo, we're gonna test these people here. Use I think this I've, shit. This I've, shit good for you, so we can cure you." And this goes back to the Terrence McKenna theory about everything is moving in this <clears throat> linear, predictable way. Humans are spread over the country, and we all were nomadic people, which means we followed animal, and seems like simultaneously around the same time, we all got into agriculture and settling. 
right? That's true. I don't, all well, cultures are like that. You don't have any nomadic cultures today. And and those, like, you got to think, traveling is something very recent. Like, Christopher Columbus and them, they started exploring the world, and everyone had made settlements. Everywhere they go, everyone lived in settlements. So maybe some people, that, that transition came to a point where for whatever reason, settlement became the popular thing and they settled in a bad place. And I don't think they had the knowledge to know that, listen, we need to fucking move. Which could and be Africa true. Africa is so listen, huge. Africa is so huge. Understandable, which is true because there's a tribe in Africa. It was a gentleman, Joe Rogan Parks, an Asian guy who's with this tribe. And the only guy in that tribe was saying, yo, you will wake up. And you seen an elephant right here. You seen a zebra right here. You seen a lion right here. You seen a giraffe. These motherfuckers wake up right now. You, you know what they're eating? Just what? bamboos. Mm. You understand? And there's wild dogs on their team. And the wild dogs like understand the connection between attacking the bamboos and baboons. The baboons. Nigga <laughs> said bamboos <laughs> to feed to feed the humans. Uh, you understand? For real? Yeah. And they and he was saying how they're so connected to. The environment that there was a young kid he was walking with, talking with, and the kid just threw something at an insect and killed it. Like a rock connected to a string and threw it, threw it at the insect. And he was saying, like, that's because they're so connected to the environment that he seen the animal or heard it or something. And the other gentleman didn't. Okay. Yeah. Where is this? Where is this in, in Africa? Yeah, some part of Africa. Um, it's on a Joe Rogan episode. The I forgot Rogan the name episode. of it. I forgot the Asian guy name. But no, nah, for a fact though. But um, yeah. I I mean, as That's I said, I saying. want you to come in every week with a new conspiracy theory. I don't know. Cause new medicine is coming out every week. That's the that's the problem I'm having. If new medicine is coming out every week, you obviously need to test it and try it, right? Mm. You know. I guess so. Um, wait, what the fuck did I want to say? Oh, we could get this in a little bit. This is actually a very interesting story. But yo, hold on. I, I want to play the video for you now. I, I'm gonna just put the video. I'm gonna put the video. I'm gonna just explain it to you. So Jared Dudley, he was doing some interviews, right? And he was talking about they're asking a bunch of questions about the uh, the Lakers team, and he's like, "Who's the most interesting guy on the team?" Obviously, who would you think is the most interesting guy on the team? Jared Dudley. No, no, no. They was asking fucking Jared Dudley. I know that, but if you ask me, that bro, question, I'm gonna say so Jared not Dudley. Jared Dudley. Lonzo Ball. All right, bro. LeBron James, obviously. No, not LeBron. Dwight Howard. Yeah, Dwight Howard. So I was like, yo, why is Dwight <laughs> Howard so fucking weird? He's like, man, I don't know. And then he starts telling these stories, and I swear to God, it's the gayest two stories I've ever heard yeah, in my life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they gay, bro. Listen, he said Dwight Howard invited him to his house and was like, yo, I had some snakes I want you I have some snakes I want you to see. Honestly, one of the snakes is mad big. It takes you like an hour to just fit in to the cage. That said that? Verbatim. Verbatim, he says this story. I'm like, hmm, Dwight Howard invited you to his house to show you big snakes. Yeah. It sounds a little mook, right? <laughs> and then he said the next one, Dwight Howard invited him to Six Flags. Invited Jared Dudley to Six Flags? Just Jared Dudley to Six Flags. Oh, he liked Jared Dudley. That's what I'm saying. He liked like Jared Dudley. I don't Dudley. think Jared Dudley knows that. He knows it. Come on, Jared Dudley. You getting played right now. Nah. That's how you do it. Yo, Jared Dudley, you want to go to Six Flags, bro? I got to build a bomb on my teammate. Let's go to Six Flags. I just want to have fun, dude. Yeah. And come see my snake right after. Ride on this roller coaster. 
But they're not really going to Six Flags. They had Dwight Howard crib. <laughs> and when at the door it says Six Flags, because he's about to opening. get on hella rides. Hella rides and ride that shit. And what do they have at the the, the state fairs and stuff? Snakes. Snakes. He got the snake with him. <laughs> on him. <laughs> Yo. Dwight, you smooth. You smooth. You ain't catching me, though. But you smooth. You catching Jared Dudley. Is Dwight Howard gay? Come on. We already know he had the back problems, right? He had the... Okay, so you remember when it came out that he apparently liked sleeping with trannies? Yeah. The same day. Not the same day. He was uh, simultaneously hurt with a butt injury. Come on, bro. I, I think he tore a butt muscle. Come on. How you tear a butt muscle? I ain't never heard of that before. People squat millions of pounds and never have a butt injury. But mm. simultaneously, this gentleman here has a butt injury. After it came out that he was fucking with niggas that look like girls. Come on. So, Jeffrey Tubin, Are you familiar with Jeffrey Tubin? Talk to us. Jeffrey Tubin is an American lawyer, blogger, author, and legal analyst for CNN. Guess what happened to Jeffrey Tubin? He got killed. No, Jeffrey Tubin did not get killed. He probably wish he was killed. Oh. Jeffrey Tubin was on a Zoom call with his co-workers. And they were preparing for the um, coverage of the presidential debate. They're also preparing for coverage of the election. So it's a bunch of men, a bunch of women on a Zoom call. I'm assuming like 10 plus people. Mm-hmm. And during a break, you would not believe what Jeffrey did. He was his shit. No, Jeffrey decided to whip his cock out <laughs> and beat his meat on Zoom. On Zoom? On Zoom. He was Zooming. Now, personally, nah, I... that's some creepy shit. He don't get pussy. He's a nerd. He's a nerd. Pussy. But I sorry think... for my language. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for my nerd language. Nerd is not a bad thing. No. Pussy? Yeah, I'm not going to Pussy is a body that. part. It is a body part. Sorry for my language. But... It's better than cunt. I mean, I'd rather have him do that than kill people. What the fuck are you talking about? Bro, you remember those type of... There's people that... Because they don't get no How ladies. How do we get from being your meat to killing people? Because he don't, he don't get no... He's a... I would guess he's a nerd. All right. You don't have to be a nerd to be a lawyer, but come on. Are we really addicted to porn that much that so, during a Zoom call, we so, whipping it out and start spanking? So to give you Pause. the so that so that's actually what happened. Now, what I think, number one, if a man can be his meat in his house, what the fuck can he do? Right? Point. He's in his house. He is allowed to spank his monkey, choke his weasel. However you want to say it, he's allowed to do that. I believe he didn't know... The camera was on still. I believe they were in the meeting. It was stressful. He's like, hey, guys, 15-minute break. They did They did take break. He didn't do it, like, during the meeting. They took break. That's what I'm saying, Nick. A break? You want, If me and you have a meeting, you think in a break, a 15-minute break, you have, yo, I'm going to spank my shit? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> the meeting ain't even finished. That's yes, what I'm saying. Yes, no. I'm getting no. right in that 15 minutes. No. You never know. Maybe one of his co-workers was bad. We not spanking during a break. But what look, if your but co-worker look, look, bad, Nick, listen, though? Listen, this is why I would take it, though. Because he could have do the mass killings. Because he don't get no box. Yo, you know, what? people do. Mm. Nick, thank you. People kill ma- all these people because they don't get no box. They don't get no female attention. I forgot the name of it. It's actually That's a, a, a group on it's yeah, it's a big group. About it. It's called the 
involuntary celibates or something like that. They're basically guys who get no pussy and they have created a group and they're anti feminists or they're against women, whatever that word word means. Yeah. They're very sexist and they're actually linked to like 50% of the school shootings in America. Exactly. So, hey, good point. I'll take that then. Good I'll take point. him. I'm going to whip that on my Zoom call 15 minute break. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. Do you think he should get in trouble for that? Yeah, because that's sexual harassment. If the How is that sexual? That. He's in. Okay, so what but, if what if his story is I f- did not know the camera was on and I was in the privacy of my home and I wanted to spank my motherfucking monkey. Right? I got you there. No, nah, nah, because now I'm looking like what if you see someone doing that right outside a window? He wasn't in a window. He I know, but that would be the same thing. You understand? We're walking by. And you're like, yo, what the fuck is this guy doing? Is that sexual harassment? No, right? No. So you got a good point saying that. We and know what also, say. I have a question. I want my, the female. But they definitely gonna they're gonna try him with something. I want the female listeners. Well, I think one of his jobs suspended him, and the other one was just like he needs a break. They didn't really suspend oh, him or anything. Which I think, bro, that's hard. I get it, right? No joking. Logically, this guy exposed himself with female people on females on the camera, even if it was men. That's sort of inappropriate. But what if his story was, I was in the privacy of my home, and due to a pandemic, we have to have these ridiculous fucking Zoom calls because we can't be in person, right? And throughout my extended tenure at um, CBS, I never beat my meat in the office. That's not what I do. But I'm in the privacy of my home, right? And I spanked my monkey. I didn't know the camera was on. But here's the sick part. So at what point in the meeting were you thinking about porn? She was, I think, right? And this is a question I want to ask women. Do women think this is disrespectful? (laughs) If you see a bad bitch, I'm sorry, a bad female, a beautiful, sexy, thick mamacita, you go beat your meat off of that, right? Is that disrespectful to the woman? Like, if a guy came and told you, like, yeah, like, honestly, the first time I met you, Nigga, I went home and I took care of business because you looking so good. <laughs> now, is that disrespectful to that woman? No, right? Nah. Because you could do what you want with your thoughts. Yes. So maybe it was a bad mama seat mm-hmm. in the meeting. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? That triggered it. Like, he triggered no, it. He's like, I yo, I got to get it off right now. Muscle old is dirt. There's no way getting it off. How old is he? Let's see how old he is. Jeffrey fucking Tubin. Honestly, man, this is, this is a... I, when I first heard this, I said, what in the Louis C.K. is going on here? 60 years old. Oh, he's 60. 60 years old. Uh, if you're 60, you should be able to get that off. Nah, you still could get it off. But like, That's not even boy. sexual at 60. He looks like the fucking mucinic germ. You watch a Mucinex commercial? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he does look like the Mucinex germ. Oh, like, come on. But, yeah, man, shout out to Jeffrey Tubin, man. Shout out to Jeffrey Tubin. If a man can't whip his cock out on in his house, I don't nah, know where he can. What about his wife, though, Amy Bennett? She's married? Yeah. He's married? Yeah, Jeff Tubin's wife. What does his wife have to do with that? That's not cheating. You just beating his meat. Yeah, she, not, she ain't got the wop no more. She ain't got the wop. Yeah. Oh, my God. She look older than him. They met at Harvard. That's an issue. I'm to get into Harvard Law. She got some juggernauts on her, though. You see her titties? Oh. I know you see that. Nah, you got the wrong person. What you mean? Right here, look. look. We're going to put the picture on the... 
up here for you guys so you guys can see. Look at the titties. This guy. The juggernaut. She's out here. But yo, Jeffrey Tubin, shout out to you, man. Hopefully you're able to keep your job. I don't think it's right that you got fired. Nah, for Jeffrey Tubin, you need to think before you do. That's what a lot of people don't do. Think before they do. Yeah, yeah. My man, you triggered that much that you couldn't wait or you couldn't just get up and walk and go like, yo, this isn't the right thing to do. Or let me check if everything is offline. It was during a break. The the, the, the meeting wasn't over with. That's the sad part, too. It was a break. Yeah, that coffee drinking looked good as fuck. Nah, that shit watered down now. What do you think about Cardi B getting back with Offset? I mean, don't they have a child? Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. She she don't want to deal with no one else. It's hard when you actually build a relationship. You don't want to deal with someone new and else all the, the trauma of having a broken family. You know, also it seems like a good guy, a good to gentleman, her. especially he loves to her. her. He, loves, he her, loves her and he seems like he's, he's, he's a great dad. You yeah. know, he's a family man. So he just got some demons. Yeah, he just got some demons. And like I said, it comes with that lifestyle. It, I'm glad it's together, though, because having two people in the house is better than one. Hope uh, saying that they don't argue every day. You know, she doesn't. So bring it the up question I want to ask you, cheating. I want to ask you real questions. and I hope you, you can be real with me today. Number one shot the offset, because what he did was very hard. You can tell offset cheated so much that the apology video he made. He used a tone I've never, ever heard niggas use for apologizing <laughs> for cheating. You I'm know when you get coat? caught for cheating? I don't know if you've ever got caught for cheating before. But the tone has to, you, the, your tone has to reflect how you feel inside. Like, yo, babe, like, yo, like, dead ass. Like, dead ass. Like, I would never, ever do no shit like that again. That's the first time you cheat. The second time is like, yo, I'm dead ass fucking mad at my life. How could I even do that? Offset has, he's played out all the cards. He was doing some shit. Like, I don't even, like, hot, like, you have to cheat a lot for that to be the tone that you apologize for cheating in. He didn't even seem like he was sure of what was going on. What, what was he doing? I don't know. Let's pull, up, let's pull up the video. But my question to you is, how many times do you think a woman is going to allow you to cheat on her like that? I don't know. Depends on the woman, bro. Depends on the relationship. Depending on what you guys have. That's what it's a lot. You think Offset could cheat on Cardi B forever and she'll never get tired of it? Nah, not forever. Yeah, it's gonna be a breaking point, right? Yeah, it's gonna be a breaking point. It's like, all right, enough is enough. You just wilding now. None of the shit you're saying is um you're being honest. You're not being you're not being honest. My thing is Cardi B is a stripper, right? And there's videos of her hooking up with other girls and stuff. Why don't they just get into threesome? She probably not like that no more. But you got a good point saying that. Like, because hey. if you're gonna take him back, I, I listen. I'm not shitting on Cardi B. Like, I, I want people to understand that no one should be paying attention to their relationship and telling her what she should do. Like, I seen some fucking. And I actually fuck with the person who posted it, but it was some bozo shit. She was calling Cardi B stupid for taking her man's back. Yeah, but you I'm don't know like, what they shut had. The f- no more. I know. I know the person. You've taken niggas back for cheating. That's a fact. Just shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? So like, I, and that's the thing women do. Women love to hate on other women, especially for shit that they've went through. Well, hold on. Let's, let me show you the video. Hold on. Let's get it right. I only got one birthday wish. 
and that's to get my, my, my wife back, Cardi, you know what I'm saying? We're going through a lot of things right now, a lot of things on the media. I want to apologize to you, Cardi, you know, I embarrassed you. I made you look crazy, <laughs> doing things I ain't had no business. I was partaking in activities that I shouldn't have been taking in. And I apologize, you know what I'm saying? Breaking your heart, breaking our promise, breaking God's promise. And, and being a, a, a selfish, messed up husband, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to be a better person. I want to get this off my shoulders. I want to get this off my back. I apologize to you, Cardi. I love you and culture. I want to spend Christmas with you. I want to be able to spend the rest of life, my life with you. I apologize. I'm sorry for what I've done to you. I didn't fuck that girl, but I was entertaining. You know what I'm saying? I apologize. But I love you. I hope you can forgive me. My birthday wish just to have you back. Offset oh, the fucking goat. I promise I ain't fuck that bitch. She just sucked <laughs> my dick, baby. I was entertaining it, though. Oh, man. Yeah, I, know, she... I already know where he coming from. Where you know where he coming from? Talk to me. <laughs> not like that. What I'm saying, though, like, he feel lonely, bro. He know Cardi was holding it down. Yeah. Come on. Cardi a good girl. You yeah. can tell, like, yo, I'm going to be devastated. If nah, I no homo, girl. though. My son's teeth is valid, though. It's just it's perfect. He got good teeth. Yeah, he, he got teeth like you no homo. You think... You, you I'm going to get shit like y'all. You think he's ever going to stop cheating? Fuck. Ever stop cheating? I think this is his last time Yeah, cheating. this is his last time, because it's like... I think he learned. Uh, like, how many times... We gonna see it all over the internet that Offset cheated on Cardi every, B. Every every we seen a video of him with that one girl. Her shit was crazy. He was spanking some shit, bro. He recorded it. He he wasn't spanking it. Recorded. She was just walking to the bathroom. Why would he do that? I don't know, man. You ask him. He the one. That's some dumb shit. Usually it's the and, other and way. He broke. That's why. He, that's why he crying. Cause he broke. Cardi B got more money than him. Cardi B does have more money. Than Cardi B would be a billionaire before he. And that's another thing. I've seen a lot of people saying that Cardi B took him back because he bought her like some expensive car. That's like, whatever. Offset could buy Cardi B. Cardi B could buy, buy ten times. Ten times easily. Cardi B is a very wealthy woman. If we have Offset on the show or Cardi B, Cardi B episode is doing a lot more numbers. Doing a lot so more. So Cardi numbers. B net worth is twenty four million. Offset net worth is. Oh, okay. He got more money than her. Twenty-six million. I think I'm sleeping on Offset a little bit. The Migos was the biggest, other than Drake. They were the biggest rap act for a long time. That's true. I don't believe that. You don't believe I'm it? Be a hater. Let's see. Let's see what Quavo's net worth is. Quavo. Quavo was a starting quarterback of his high school team. <laughs> Man, did the football season and dropped out of school. twenty-six million? Also, see, they just putting numbers up, bro. Nah. I believe it. That's Forbes. I mean, the the same source that reported Cardi B with 24. I love Forbes. You ever read Forbes? No, I've never read Forbes. You should speak into the mic, though. I read Forbes and Harvard, Harvard Business. I Harvard Business School. Harvard's beautiful, bro. Harvard motivates me to study. Y'all don't know that. <laughs> you trying to go to Harvard? <laughs> Why not? I feel like, yo, this is very important. You know, this is this stuff I like to talk about. Our people, we need to take academics more seriously. Shout out to Todd Billy. He was saying, he lives in Cali, and he's saying, he basically just, he's trying to put a blueprint on his son. You know, my son is going to Stanford. My son is going to UCL. Why are you standing like that? You good? I'm not even standing. That's a crazy like you're part. not, like, understanding. 
what I'm, <laughs> I'm listening to what you said. You already hating, I feel like. No. Nah, but Ty Billy's saying he basically got a blueprint for his son of what he wants to do, you know. And he's saying that he was looking at private schools. And he was like, yeah, my son could go to these public schools and, yes, and be the top student, but he won't go to Stanford or UCLA, right? But he goes, if you go to these private schools, you're already going to Stanford or UCLA just because of the school you're in. He's saying, obviously, you have to do good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if the teacher does is not going through the curriculum or teaching the kids, they easily get fired. So there's more power to the the family the parents, and the, they're paid. Yeah, to the parents. Yeah. And, the, and everything. OK. But we do need to take academics more seriously instead of people think they could just go to school. I take DJ academics very seriously. This just said DJ <laughs> Yo, no, when you did say academics, I did think you meant DJ academics. Nah, no, no, no. Real life academics. I wish I could go back and take it more seriously. Me I know too. I did a lot of stuff I, I took seriously. Football, you know, bond. And I took my schoolwork seriously, but studying for the LSAT, I'm like, y'all really tapped in and underlining highlights See you know other way people study. I'm like, damn. You and know. you're a grown up. I think yeah. for me too. I'm studying for nursing school right now. It's when you're an adult and you're doing shit for your life and not what your parents wanted you to do, or, or, or just the the natural path that society has set for you. When you tap it in because this is what you want to do, it's a whole different level. And shout out to the people who go to college and they feel like that off rip. That's a fact. Yeah, big shout out young, to y'all. It's young kids Education that go to college key, and they man. have that urgency. Like, nigga, this is for my life. Yeah. I didn't have that when I went in. That's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just think, like, y'all go to college. Probably. I'm going to get a job when I come yeah, out. Like, yeah. you just do this. This is part of your life. And I'm going to come out. Mind you, I had over a three zero. So, don't say that they had, like, a 2 point son or nothing. I took care of what I took care of. But... I could have did more. You understand? You look back like, yo, I could have did more. I could have did more. I could have studied like this instead. But that's what life seen. is about. You understand? You understand that you could tap into something, something else. I would have body shit. And and there was um, <clears throat> there was this this young lady that uh, I was talking to, and she told me the reason why she was a body college is because everything she did was not for a grade. It was for her future. So whenever she would tap in, it wouldn't be like, yo, I got to study for this class just to, you know what I mean? The teacher said I got to do it. It's like, okay, for me to get the scholarship I'm looking for, I need to have at least a 3.5. So, you know, let me try to get a 3.8. Yeah. I think that level of motivation was lacking for me in college, lacking for you, lacking for most people. Yeah, lacking for most people. And that's also around the people you're with. And I'm going to tell y'all something, bro. I'm like, Obviously, when I have kids, college might not be a thing. But let's say the system is is the same. I might let my kid take a gap year. I'm gonna be like, take a gap year. You don't have to go to college. And I want him to realize how hard it is to. Maybe he realizes it's hard, and he's like, you know, what? I need to go to college. And he has that sense of urgency. Yeah, and college is important, bro. It's important. If very if you, important. If you know why you're there. That's true. If you know but why you got there. you know you close bad opportunities when you graduate and you open up. Better opportunities for yourself when you graduate. So I hate when people don't think, oh, I don't need school because of the world we live in nowadays. It's not true. Okay. You know, we still need educational people. Okay. You know, people that graduate, you know. Okay. People that have a master's, people that have a PhD. You still need those. Fuck the loan shit, bro. That's just going to get taken care of if you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because um, it's think- the people that don't have the PhD telling you not to get the PhD just for the loan amount. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure the person with the PhD is not going to tell you, yo, 
They're gonna tell you not to worry about it. You're gonna take care of it. Don't let that shit. Don't let that shit affect you. Affect you. Right. Um, we're almost out of time, and time time flies so fast yeah. in some of these episodes. Um, I just wanted to talk about Jisley Maxwell. So Jisley Maxwell, who is obviously the accomplice of Jeffrey Epstein, uh, with the entire like uh kid molestation ring, and an interview came out from 2016, um, where she was, I think a lawsuit was leveraged against her, and she was uh, you know what I mean? They brought her in for an interview, and they released her right. In the interview, they accused her of molesting a little girl, a young girl, in a bathtub with Jeffrey Epstein. And you would not believe what her response was. What? She's like, I did not molest her in the in the bathtub. The bathtub was too small. Wow. <laughs> so now, you would have. Yo, listen. So you would have. Just I, because the bathtub was too small, You that's why you didn't do it. I don't even want to look at That's such a stupid defense. Yo, For that to be a defense bro, against these people that. are stupid, bro. So let's play a game right now. I'm gonna accuse you of a few things. And I want you to come up with a similar uh, defense, or you can accuse me of a few things and I'll come up with. Right, a come on, Malcolm. Did you murder that guy last night? No, I didn't murder him. We was out in the open. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you do me now. You do me. <laughs> oh. Yo, Nick, you really smacked that child? Yeah, I did smack that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker was acting bad as hell. Ask me if I cheated. Ask me if I cheated. Yo, Nick, you cheated on her? Nah, that bitch pussy was too tight. Oh! <laughs> My shit wouldn't fit. Oh. I ain't cheat. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, I swear to God, yeah. I ain't cheat. My, but I was entertaining it, though. Ent- <laughs> Shout out to Offset. But I was entertaining it, though. Yo, this nigga Offset is... Yo, what would you do if your girl said, okay, I didn't let him smash me, but I was entertaining it. it. What? Hey, bitch, you should have left him you smash. You belong to the streets. You belong to the streets. You belong to the streets. Yo, dude, okay, what'd you do? You said, well, why you do that shit? What'd I do? He said, you blow up to the streets. She was on to the streets. Okay. Nah, if your girl ever do that, that's dumb. Because you won't leave your girl for that. So you Easily. might as well have gotten that dick. <laughs> you funny as hell. I'm serious. Nah, you funny. The same is going to be the same outcome. Man, shout out to everybody, man. Shout out to King James. LeBron James is still celebrating on IG, and I just love it. That's a fab. Now, Tw- big shout out to my pops, though. Oh, yeah, we got to talk about the ribs and the man. wings, man. That's the reason why we graduated college. The reason why we graduated. We get some ribs, St. Oh. Louis style ribs. We're gonna do the um, baby back ribs, so sweet give- baby rays, and some secret sauces. <laughs> let's give him a quick background. I think two episodes ago, we were talking about wings and ribs and. We, you know what I mean? Shit goes by fast. We don't think about everything on the show. Yeah. But Pops was, he was offended. Yeah. Because Malcolm Stowe, father, has blessed us with some of the best ribs and wings in the history of mankind. Right? After games, he would come up. Whenever he did come up. Yeah. It would be, I'll just put it to you, it was six big niggas that lived in the house together. And we would have ribs and wings for a whole week straight. A whole week straight, we just eating ribs and wings every night. <laughs> every every night. night. Breakfast. I think I've eaten wings and ribs for breakfast before. I'm not going to lie. Especially after a Saturday night, niggas drunk, niggas fucked up. Them ribs and them wings with some blue cheese was hitting. That food is done by Monday. Oh, man. Sunday, the middle college. of the day. I miss college, man. Just waking up on a Saturday morning after a lit Friday night out, knowing that the Saturday night is going to be equally mm-hmm. as lit. 
Oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. Sound like pops. If you were in college right now, take advantage of it. Nah, no, no, don't take advantage. It is, of it, it is man. everything they say. No, take. You should party. You should have fun. No, stick to the books, man. That's stupid advice. Get a four point oh. Yeah. Get a four point oh. We got a zero point four, man. Like, uh, fuck it. <laughs> if you gonna go out, go but out. Like, get a zero uh, point whatever point oh four. Doing nothing and say college is not for me. I just wanted to show the people the back of the can they see it in That's fine, though. It's all Malcolm's store right here. That's all Malcolm's store. I see the drip, man. You see how we get down. You take care of all the merchandise for the squad. But, but back to the food, though. Um, oh, yeah. Back ribs, to Pops. Oh I'm sorry. God. Now you fine, bro. I have ribs in a minute. Ribs. Um, Do we have the sweet chili wings before? Sweet chili wings. Barbe- barbecue I, wings. The sweet chili wings and the barbecue is my favorite. Bro, favorite. Favorite. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Pop, shout out to you, man. We got a lot of love for you. Obviously, this is your son, so he got love for you. That's a fact. But I got a lot of love for you, too. Pop's a real cool dude. Yeah, we need to trade sweet chili wings right here and just bust them down. Mm. Pop's, what's up? So tell him, link that. We're going to have a too. mukbang on the motherfucking show. A whole, a whole two-hour episode of just, just smacking on the mic. Yeah. This wing good as fuck. Yo, Nick, what'd you say? No Yo, this wing good as fuck. No monthly smack pun mic. That's a point moment. Saying a wing? Hmm? Saying a wing good as fuck? No, you said smack on the mic. Oh, yeah, pause, pause, pause. That's some wacky shit. I ain't say that. You a three shit. <laughs> you a tree shit. You said some Trinidad shit. You a tree shit. That's what the Brooklyn dudes yeah. say. They call thoughts tree shit. Nah. So when you was in school growing up, you said one, two, tree. <laughs> Yo. No, no cap. When I was in, when I, shout out to Murray Hill Academy. That's the first high school I went to when I came to America. I used to say tree. Meaning three. And someone had to teach me because this dude, he was actually Caribbean. So he knew what the issue was. He like he dead ass taught me how to say that. He's like, bro, I know what it is. In the Caribbean, you don't put your tongue in between your teeth. So to say three, you have to put your tongue in between your teeth. Three. And I was like, wait, tree? Three. Oh, tree. yeah. Tree. Shout out to my man's Dylan, tree. man. Oh, yeah, because you can't say Tree with your tongue. Yeah, Between three. Your yeah, three. three. He taught me that. I'm like, wow. I didn't know I was saying it wrong. That's crazy. Just I the did, didn't. I didn't know there was a difference. I thought it was one of those. Um, what do they call it when words are spelled differently but they sound the same? I don't know. Yeah, but whatever that is, I thought that was that. That was that. But it's not. They're pronounced differently. Now, nah, no homo. Though. The tongue is powerful of the language that Trust it can speak. Trust me, brother. I know. <laughs> <laughs> But like you know, why is it tongue like powerful? People, you know, people in Africa when they speak, like the way they use their tongue and everything. Pause. But the language that they use is just sound. It's like cool how you could create those sounds. Nah, not like. Let's that. talk like that. Let's talk. Nah, 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 nah. I'm not doing that. That's how they talk. But if, but to understand it, that's pretty cool. And you say tree, but you just move your tongue one way. No homo. You saying three. Oh, what that shit mean, bro? Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> better give me that <laughs> that African dialect. <laughs> hey, yo, man, we don't got nothing else to yeah, talk about. Thank you guys for coming and joining us on this show, man. I hope we had somewhat entertaining episode. Things got off the rails a little bit, but yeah, you know I mean, we here for y'all, man. We're gonna be back here. Shut up. We're gonna be back here next <laughs> Saturday again. We got another regular Nick and Mouse show. After that, we do have. Don Peebles coming on the show. So look out for that interview. And soon after that, we have Feedy for Public coming on. And after that, we got Tyree coming yeah. on. We got a good little stretch yeah, November for y'all coming is hot. on. November, hot. November is hot. November is yeah. hot. So be on the lookout, guys. Nope. Yep. Yeah. <laughs>
We the best podcast in the world, baby. Ever told on a nigga? Nope. Ever squeezed a trigger? Yep. Ever set a nigga up? Nope. Ever helped a brother out when he was down on his luck?